Hey, midlifers, welcome to the Midlife Makeover Show. Are you ready to break free from your mundane midlife? Are you feeling trapped in a vicious cycle of rinse and repeat days? No matter if you're experiencing a divorce hangover, job burnout, or you just have the midlife blues, I got you. Hey, I'm Wendy, your hostess of the Midlife Mostess. I too was hit by midlife like a freight train. I too felt stuck in the same dull chapter. I wanted the clarity of how to create a new life beyond divorce and the courage to leave an unfulfilling career. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't worthy and it was just easier to stay in my comfort zone until I found a little secret, the freedom to live my life my way. In this podcast, you will learn how to achieve a vibrant midlife mind and body, how to create solid relationships through love and loss, and how to create an awesome second half of life. Grab your grande latte, pop in your earbuds, and let's get this midlife party started. Hello, lovely people out there. Happy Thursday, or whatever day you're tuning into the show. The title of today's episode is Eight Tools to Help You Get Out of a Funky Funk. You might be in a funk right now, or you have been in a funk in the past. The reality is that we have all been down in the dumps at some point in our lives, and most likely, pretty much guaranteed, we will be down in the dumps at some point in the future. It's just part of life. It's part of being human. It's kind of like the law of gravity, right? What goes up? must come down, and what goes down must come up. Sounds a lot like the real estate market. (laughs) I don't know why people are always so surprised when the interest rates go up and the market goes down. Hasn't it done that forever? I'm pretty sure it'll do it again and again. Just like us getting into a funky funk, right? Anyway, the key is to not stay down for too long. If you stay down for too long then it could lead to sadness, hopelessness, depression, anxiety, panic attacks, been there, done that, anger, frustration, lack of sleep, and poor behaviors. How do I know this? Because it's what happened to me. A few years ago, I was going through a divorce, a very lonely, empty nest, the death of my brother, struggling to find a job, climbing my way out of debt, and dealing with moody menopause. Wah, wah, wah. Combine all of those ingredients together and you have yourself one big shit sandwich. (laughs) I've eaten a lot of shit sandwiches in my life, you guys, but this was the shittiest of shit sandwiches ever. I fell into a deep, funk and I completely lost my mojo. During that time though, I learned the tools to help me feel better, to get back up and to get out of my funky funk. Honest to goodness, I still use these same tools for when I feel a little sad, a little off kilter and a little blah. As a matter of fact, no joke, I used some of these tools last week. 
So despite what most people think about me, I'm not always lively and chipper and happy-go-lucky. I think I would probably explode if I was. I am happy most of the time, but not all of the time. I just know how to move through the energy of a funky funk and get to the other side. That's all. Once you learn how to do it, though, it gets easier and easier to reach for the life preserver and save yourself. I want to help you save yourself, too. I don't want anyone else out there to suffer, to stay down in the dumps for too long, to be in a funky funk, or to eat any shit sandwiches. So today on the Midlife Makeover Show, you are going to receive my personal toolbox filled with eight of my special tools to help you get your mojo back. Oh, yeah. Are you ready, Funky Bunch? Funky Funky Bunch? Is that the name of a band? (laughs) Marky Mark at the Funky Bunch. Okay, Funky Bunch, let's dive in. Tool number one, speak kind words to yourself. This is the most important tool of them all, and sadly, it can be the most challenging. When we feel like shit, we tend to treat ourselves like shit, which only makes us feel like shit even more, right? I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Your mind will either be your best friend or your worst enemy, your greatest cheerleader, rah, 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 or your most horrible critic, da, da, da. You are the one who gets to decide which voice you hear inside that precious head of yours. You have control over your thoughts. If you want to be a control freak, then this is where you get to be one. And trust me, I know how hard it is to think happy thoughts when you feel like absolute crap. You have to dig deep, though, and sprinkle some goodness on your stinking thinking. Speak to yourself the way your best friend speaks to you. I'm pretty sure your best friend doesn't speak to you like this. I can't believe you put yourself in this situation again. Can you do anything right? Oh, my God. You are absolutely pitiful. You should be on the floor bawling your eyes out. Good golly, what a loser. Seriously, you suck. And if your best friend does speak to you this way, then you might need to find a new best friend. (laughs) I would bet, though, that your best friend speaks to you like this. Hey, girl, it's going to be okay. You are strong and resilient, and you will get through this. Hang in there. You are loved and you are beautiful. Let me say that again. You are loved and you are beautiful. Just take a deep breath, relax, and let go. I will take care of you. I love you. That is how you need to speak to yourself. Become your own best friend. Be your cheerleader and remind yourself that you will get out of this dark storm. And when you do, the sun will shine, you'll have a smile on your face, you'll feel joy, and you would feel so proud of yourself knowing that you got through it like a boss. So again, tool number one, speak kind words to yourself. Get out your pom-poms and cheer yourself through your funky funk. I'm in such a goofy mood today. (laughs) 
<laughs> what am I saying? I am every day. All right. Tool number two, connect with friends. Speaking of your best friend, call her or him. Or if you're like me, I have a few best friends. Call all of them. Do you remember that show called Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? They had an option for the contestants that if they didn't know the answer to a question, then they could phone a friend, right? It's the same for you. If you don't have answers to your questions, solutions to your problems, or if you just want to go out for dinner and talk about anything but your problems, then phone a friend. Friends can be great sounding boards, and they can also help you get your mind off your problems by changing your state of energy. Depending on your level of funk or your level of stubbornness, it might really be a struggle to reach out and ask for help. It was for me. I didn't want to admit to anyone that I didn't have my shit together, not even to myself. I waited until I was so bad that I went to the ER for chronic depression and anxiety attacks. No shit. Listen to me. Do not wait. Be proactive and push yourself to get through the darkness. Let your friends help you. As Dionne Warwick would say, that's what friends are for. And you know what? If you don't feel like getting into the details with your friends as to why you feel like crap, then don't. If you feel better about phoning a friend and saying, can you just meet for coffee? Then go with that. The point is to just get out. Change your environment, change your energy, change your thoughts, change your behaviors, and change your feelings. Again, you have control over your thoughts, feelings, actions, behaviors. So take control. That reminds me of a prayer that got me through my rough patch, and it might help you too. It's the serenity prayer. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things that I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. So ask yourself, what can I change? What is in my power and control? No matter if you're just having a bad day or you're going through a traumatic life-altering event, there is always something in your power that you can do to make the situation better. Always. Tool number three, move your body. If you follow me on Instagram, then y'all know I like to dance. As a matter of fact, I posted a reel on social media today of me dancing to Funky Town. And if you saw the video, then you already know the eight tools to get you out of a funk and into Funky Town. So good for you. But hopefully listening to this episode will give you a little bit more than just my little dancing video. Whether it's dancing, walking, hiking, cycling, weight training, boxing, skiing, surfing, stretching, or skipping to the mailbox for your big check from Publishers Clearing House. Do they still have that? I don't even know. Anyways, move your body. Moving your body boosts your energy, improves your mood, and helps with relaxation and sleep. And that is exactly what you need to help get you out of a funk. There's actually an article on healthline.com that states exercise has been shown to improve your mood and decrease feelings of depression, anxiety, and stress. 
It produces changes in the parts of the brain that regulate stress and anxiety. It can also increase brain sensitivity to the hormones, hello, menopause, which relieve feelings of depression. The article further goes on to say, additionally, exercise can increase the production of endorphins, which are known to help produce positive feelings and reduce the perception of pain. Very cool. For those of you that are not crazy about exercise, listen to this. It doesn't matter how intense your workout is. It seems that exercise can benefit your mood no matter the intensity of the physical activity. In fact, in a study in 24 women diagnosed with depression, exercise of any intensity significantly, significantly decreased feelings of depression. So in other words, just move your body. You don't have to run a marathon or lift a ridiculous amount of weight to reap the benefits. As Americans especially, we think of exercise as a way to lose weight, and you most certainly can lose weight by exercising, but think of exercise as a way to improve your overall well-being, your emotional well-being. Moving your body is a way to improve your emotional state, not just your physical state. For me personally, I love yoga. Love, 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 love. Yoga is so relaxing and therapeutic. Plus, you can do it right in your own home. I roll up my yoga mat on the living room floor, set my laptop on the coffee table. I log in to innerdimensiontv.com. I highly recommend that. I choose a class, press play, and start my yoga practice. Simple as that. There are so many levels of yoga too, so don't think you need to be trained in the Cirque du Soleil in order to do yoga. Even if you just do some light stretching on your mat, that is great. If yoga isn't your thing, then go for a walk. Do something. I promise that moving your body will help you feel better. Tool number four, eat healthy foods. Food is fuel and your body is the vehicle. If you put crappy fuel in your car, it's going to have a difficult time getting up the hill, right? The same for your body. If you are putting crappy foods into your body, then you're going to have a hard time getting up the hill or out of bed for that matter. It will be even more challenging for you to use tool number three of moving your body if you're not putting good fuel into your body. The same way we tend to think crappy thoughts when we feel like crap, we tend to eat crappy foods when we feel like crap. A lot of that behavior points to emotional eating. I just recently interviewed Jessica Persini live on Instagram, and she specializes in escaping from emotional eating. If you didn't hear that interview, I highly recommend listening to episode 68. It was excellent. Whether you struggle with emotional eating or not, It's critical that you eat good foods to fuel your body and mind, especially if you're feeling a little down in the dumps or a lot down in the dumps. Food is fuel and food is energy. Food can help you regain strength, energy, and balance in your life. It's quite simple. Good food equals good fuel equals a good body equals a good mind, equals good feelings, equals feeling good. You might be wondering, okay, but what do I eat? 
I will keep that simple too. Aisle one. Anything in aisle one. Well, as long as aisle one in your grocery store (laughs) isn't the bakery section. Aisle one is typically fruits, vegetables, nuts, raw, real food. Bottom line is to keep it light. Lots of water too. Your body needs water. I talked about Blue Zones on a previous episode, but check out bluezones.com. Blue Zones was a study done of people in the world that live past 100 years old. And these people definitely know how to fuel their bodies. Isn't that right? One of the things that I do if I really feel like crap and I need a quick way to feel better is that I do 100% juicing, mostly vegetables and very little fruits. Fruits contain a lot of sugar, so keep those to a minimum. One more recommendation for you is to check out the documentary Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead with Joe Cross. It's really, really good. His website is rebootwithjoe.com, and it's a great documentary how he completely changed his physical, mental, and emotional health by simply juicing. Overall, I eat very well. But if my body or mind is feeling a little sluggish, I incorporate more vegetables into my diet. Vegetables are alkaline and they help to offset the acidity in your body and in your mind. If you're in a funky funk, then you're probably thinking negative thoughts and negative thoughts are acidic. Everything is energy, including your thoughts. So again, going back to tool number one, Speaking kind words to yourself is like feeding good food to your brain and body. Such fascinating creatures we are. (laughs) You don't have to become a vegetarian either, unless you want to, of course. But just take the extra steps to eat better when you are feeling a little down. The foods you choose will make a huge impact in your overall well-being. One more thing, Google alkaline food chart, and you will find charts that show you the pH levels of foods. On one end of the spectrum are foods that contain high levels of acidity like alcohol, coffee, red meats, etc. And on the other end of the spectrum are foods that are more alkaline like broccoli, asparagus, and cashews. It's quite interesting to look at the chart and see if what you're eating is more acidic or alkaline. You can even buy pH test strips at the health store, sometimes even at Whole Foods, and test your pH levels every morning. Once you eat more alkaline foods, you'll see your acidity levels come down, and most importantly, you'll see your mood go up. Just give it a try. Tool number five walk in nature. This tool is similar to tool number three of moving your body. It's a two for a two for one. You can move your body and soak in the benefits of being in nature. Why be in nature? Because nature is very grounding, calming, and restorative for your body, mind, and soul. Most people, I included, tend to stay cooped up inside when we feel down. I'll admit that it was really challenging for me to do this when I lived in Chicago in the dead of winter. So I understand that for some people, the outdoors is not so inviting right now. You have to force yourself to get outdoors, though. 
I made a comment earlier about us being fascinating creatures, and we are just that. Creatures. We are animals. Roar. And just like a tiger or a squirrel, we need to be in nature. If you kept a tiger in a cage for too long, it would go cuckoo for cocoa puffs. Animals need to be in their natural habitat. If you think about it, as human beings, we didn't stay indoors all the time. We weren't inside little cubicles punching away at a computer. No, we were roaming the land, gathering our food, and being one with nature. I'm not saying to sell everything, become a caveman, and go live off land, but just get outside. Go hug a tree. <laughs> Take a stroll in the park, smell the flowers, take off your shoes and feel the grass under your feet. And again, if you live somewhere right now where everything is dead and frozen outside, then take a little weekend trip somewhere to refresh, reboot and re-energize. Getting outside in nature for just a few hours will do wonders for your well-being. If you watch my stories on Instagram, then you guys have seen me out hiking the trails of Madeira, Portugal. A few people have sent me messages saying that I look so happy. And you know what? I am. Smelling the fresh air, hiking up the mountain, watching the clouds in the sky, hearing the cruise ships toot their horns as they come into the harbor, and tasting the yummy corral beer at the pub. Definitely not alkaline, but definitely refreshing. So yes, it makes me so much happier to be more outdoors. And you know what? When you plan a little outdoor adventure during your week, whether it's a trip out of town or simply a trip to your community park, it gives you something to look forward to. And when you have something to look forward to, it gives you feelings of positivity and hope. And those feelings will give you the boost you need to get out of a funky funk. So plan something fun to do this week. Your body, mind, and spirit will be oh so happy. Tool number six, meditate. Oh no, did Wendy just say meditate? <laughs> Dang it. Everyone is pushing the meditation thing these days, and here I am too. Well, I'm not going to push it on you, but rather encourage you to give it a try. Meditation saved me and pulled me out of my depression, so it's certainly worth a shot if you're feeling a little blah right now in your life. The same way you need to incorporate more veggies to get your body more alkaline, you need to incorporate a little more meditation to get your mind more alkaline. There are numerous studies on how meditation works, and I won't rattle off a bunch of stats here, but just know that meditation can reduce stress, anxiety, depression, blood pressure, and get you out of your funky funk. If you're new to meditation, don't stress about it because that defeats the purpose of meditation. There are several ways to meditate. You can do silent meditation, guided meditation, meditation with music, etc. I personally like guided meditations. I recommend the Calm app. I use it all the time. There is a variety of meditations on the app depending on your needs, sleep, anxiety, work, self-care, focus, relationships, personal growth, etc. They even have specific meditations like calming down after getting a fight with your partner. <laughs> I may have done that meditation a few times. There is something for everyone in every situation. 
The purpose of meditation is not to stop your thoughts, but to watch and observe and be mindful of your thoughts. When you close your eyes, imagine your thoughts going by like clouds in the sky. Don't judge your thoughts, just observe them. You'll find what naturally happens is eventually you'll have less clouds in the sky of your mind. Furthermore, you'll have more white fluffy clouds filled with happy thoughts and less dark stormy clouds filled with negative thoughts. Going back to tool number one of speaking kind words to yourself, meditation helps you become more mindful of how you speak to yourself. You'll be able to hear more clearly the chatter of the cheerleader and the critic. And when you do, you'll want to turn up the volume on the cheerleader, aka your best friend, and turn down the volume on the critic, aka your worst enemy. Meditation will feed your body, mind, and spirit with more love, more gratitude, and more joy. That will certainly get you out of a funk. Tool number seven, talk to a therapist. I have been going to therapy since I was a teenager, not for all of the past 35 years, but on and off when I needed it. If you find the right therapist and the right therapy, it can change your life. It did for me and very quickly too. Just getting the emotions out of your heart and into the open can lift the weight from your sadness, frustration, depression, and anxiety. I personally process my emotions and solve my problems by talking them out. (laughs) I know, shocking, isn't it? I usually sit there for an hour running my mouth to my therapist while she sits in silence, nodding her head. And then when our time is up, I'll say, Whoo, well, I feel better. Thanks for all the great advice. <laughs> Sometimes it's just having someone there to provide a comfortable, safe space for you to vent and get it all out. Again, I haven't done therapy consistently over the decades, just when I needed it. Sometimes old emotions or new emotions will bubble to the surface and they need to be addressed. So I head to the therapist. If something traumatic happens in my life, like when I went through a divorce, my ex-husband died, my brother died, dealing with my family's addictions, a friend that betrayed me, etc., I head to the therapist. When I can't get the critic and the enemy in my mind to shush it, then I head to my therapist. When I'm worrying too much about life, I head to my therapist. For those of you that haven't done therapy and you're a little hesitant, just give it a try. Or maybe you went to therapy and you didn't have a good experience. Sometimes finding the right therapist and the right therapy can be a little trial and error, but it's worth it. A therapist is a great catalyst to help you become the next best version of you, and most importantly, just to help you get out of a funky funk. They are there to help you love yourself and to live a good life.
I found my most recent therapist, Christina Sunderman, when I moved to Chicago by good old Google. <laughs> the stars aligned for me to find her too. I just got done reading the book, The Body Keeps the Score, which I highly recommend. And I was interested in finding a therapist that did a therapy called EMDR to help me overcome the trauma of watching my brother die. I didn't think that I had suffered any trauma, but I had been experiencing panic attacks, nightmares, and depression. I couldn't seem to kick the critic out of my head for even a minute, so I needed help ASAP. Christina was the right one, and she had the right therapy for me. If you need a therapist, there are so many options for finding one. You can even chat with someone on Zoom or over the phone these days. Whether it's a big funk or a little funk, sometimes we need a little more than a glass of veggie juice, walking in nature, or a yoga class to pull us out of it. I get it. Been there, done that. Just use every tool you can to get your life back on track. Tool number eight. This is a fun one. Watch funny movies. (laughs) This is my favorite tool of them all because laughter is the best medicine. Trying to feel good again can be a struggle in itself. And sometimes all you need is a break from all the trying. I'm not in any way promoting escapism and making a habit of escaping from your problems, but I am promoting taking a break from your problems. We can exhaust ourselves thinking about our problems, so give yourself a little break. Put on your PJs, make some popcorn, curl up on the couch, turn on the Netflix, find a funny movie, and laugh your ass off. It might seem so simple, but taking your mind somewhere else and energizing your mind with laughter can improve your emotional well-being. Watching Austin Powers or As Good As It Gets may not be a cure-all, but vegging out and laughing is good for your soul. Give yourself permission to relax too. I used to be the worst at allowing myself to take a break. If I did take a break, then I felt guilty for taking a break. And all I did was think about what I should be doing. Don't do that. Just relax and allow yourself to chill out. And if movies aren't your thing, or as Austin Powers would say, that sort of thing ain't my bag, baby, (laughs) then find something to make you laugh, smile, and let go. Go to the comedy club or watch stupid pet tricks on YouTube. I don't know. Heck, you could even watch me do stupid tricks on Instagram. (laughs) Speaking of social media, be aware of the people on your feed. If they don't brighten your world, then bye-bye, adios, unfollow. Whether it's on the World Wide Web or in your personal world, surround yourself with good, happy people, and good experiences. If you have a friend that is a Debbie Downer and you're already feeling down, avoid Debbie like the plague. (laughs) She is the last person you need around you. Going back to the serenity prayer and what you can control, control what comes into your body, your mind, and your spirit. 
I am so glad that you chose to listen to this episode, and I hope it fed your body, mind, and spirit with lots of love and joy. I hope it gave you hope. Yes, (laughs) I hope it gives you hope to get out of a funky funk. Please share this episode with anyone you know that might be struggling. Let's get them out of a funky funk and into funky town. All right, let's review the eight tools to help you get out of a funk. Tool number one, speak kind words to yourself. Tool number two, connect with friends. Tool number three, move your body. Tool number four, eat healthy foods. Tool number five, walk in nature. Tool number six, meditate. Tool number seven, talk to a therapist. And tool number eight, watch funny movies. Thanks again for listening, you guys. Seriously, you listening to this show is like my therapist listening to me ramble on about whatever. It helps me get out of a funky funk, and it makes me so happy. So thank you. Something else that makes me happy and hopefully makes you happy too is creating the Midlife News. You can sign up for the Midlife News at themidlifenews.com. You'll receive insider alerts on new episodes, blog posts, live shows, free workshops, and special offers. All right, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch, get out there in this wild world and be bold, be free, be you. Did this podcast inspire you, challenge you, trigger you to make a change, or spit out your coffee laughing? Good. Then there are three ways you can thank me. Number one, You can leave a written review of this podcast on Apple iTunes. Number two, you can take a screenshot of the episode and share it on the social media and tag me, Wendy Valentine. Number three, share it with another midlifer that needs a makeover. You know who I'm talking about. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Get out there and be bold, be free, be you.